Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 87 about downtown Tampa. The Florida Travel Podcast is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Christina. And I'm Tanya. This week's episode is sponsored by Amazing Co. Amazing Co. is bringing people together with incredible experiences from mystery date picnics, family mystery picnics, mystery food walks, and so much more. It's all a mystery. (laughs) Eat, drink, and explore your way through a city while solving clues to get to each destination. Each experience is unique and will give you an afternoon of adventure full of memories. Visit floridatravelpod.com slash amazing. It'll be amazing that we talk about Amazing Co. today because the whole reason I'm talking about downtown Tampa is I did an Amazing Co. picnic. I know. I cannot Tampa. wait to hear about how that all went. But uh, I see you have a really good Florida tip of the week. Yes, I do. So I was listening to and looking at flights. I was listening to a frugal traveler and I realize I've done this, but we've never talked about it before. But say you want to come to Tampa and and you're in DC. Check one-way flights to get to Tampa and then check one-way flights out of Tampa. You can often find sometimes there might be a special, you know, like JetBlue or Southwest, they'll have these one-way fares from 59 to $99. You might get a really good flight coming in and maybe you pay a little bit more going back out, but sometimes it's cheaper than a round trip flight. I just did this recently myself with a one-way out and a different airline <laughs> like they exactly were, yeah because yeah, you never know where the specials are so i'm imagining you were looking at pennsylvania yes. right <laughs> so yeah exactly check the one-way flights too and sometimes if you use like an aggregator like kayak or expedia and you put in your dates and yeah that's where how you want to go and, yep. and often you know sometimes you do see the best price might be hey it might be american going there and united coming back you never know so yep. don't hesitate to use a one-way flight because it, it can save you money and make sure to pack your sunscreen yes of course okay so there's a lot to do in Tampa. Tampa is a big, big city here in Florida. And I I did a little research. The city itself is home to nearly 400,000 residents. So we're talking it's spread out. There's neighborhoods. You have the greater Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater area. We could talk about so many things in Tampa, but I wanted to talk about downtown Tampa because... That's where the Amazing Co. picnic took me. Yeah, because like you said, there's a lot of neighborhoods in Tampa and it's like downtown is its own little entity and then you have to go branch out to the other areas to cover them. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, one of these days we're also going to get to Ybor City and talk about that, which is like borders right next to downtown Tampa, but we never went. So I have some good experiences from Ybor growing up. I We did, my husband and I did a downtown Tampa Amazing Co. picnic and everything we did was walkable. We parked centrally. It gave us kind of an idea where to start and where to park. But we walked everywhere. And then we even walked out of our picnic, out of our experience into different places. So I wanted to talk a little bit about where downtown Tampa is. It's on the north side, not of Tampa Bay, but of Hillsborough Bay. And of course, you know, now I'm going to get my R's thrown in there. Hillsborough Bay. Hill, Hill. In the Hillsborough Bay. Listen, our last episode with your Greek words, I can't do Hillsborough, apparently. Not even that hard, Tanya. (laughs) No, neither was your Greek word, which I can't even go back to. It is too deep. 
Dodecanese. Right, exactly. So, as we've said before, we're not a serial podcast. So, we're serious. We're not very serious either. (laughs) No, we're not very serious either. But downtown Tampa is on the north side of Hillsborough Bay, which then flows into Tampa Bay and then out to the Gulf. I think sometimes people look at Tampa and they think, oh, well, it's Gulf side. But really, that's the Clearwater side. Mm-hmm. So the Hillsborough River also flows through downtown Tampa. And I think um, and there's a lot of events that happen right on the river, too. So we're going to talk about some of those. But either way, downtown Tampa, if you plug in some coordinates, there's plenty of parking, I found. There are parking garages nearby, but we found uh, on-street parking and then parking lots, which were, I think we spent maybe $10 to park for the day. Totally worth it. And it was centrally located to where we were. And then, as I said, it, it was everything we did was within walking distance. How much time have you spent in downtown Tampa? A lot. Okay. Like you've gone to... I grew up in Newport Ritchie, which is right there. So like that was our big day out kind of place. Okay. Big night out place. So a couple of the places I'm going to mention are things you can do while you're there. I'll talk about some places to eat, but... Well, let's just be honest here. I was a teenager. (laughs) So these are probably not the places that I went. No, but maybe, I mean, you could have gone to, okay, you were a teenager, yes, but you could have gone to the Children's Museum or the Museum of Art. See, you did go to some of these places. Yes, I did. I'm looking through now, and yes, I did go. Okay, so one of the places we saw, and we didn't get to go in because it wasn't open at the time, but the Tampa Theater is one of those old movie houses. I mean, it's it was built in 1926. It's actually a non-profit. It says no profit here. It's a non-profit. <laughs> We're good at typing movie too. Palace. This is why I need a uh, proofreader. <laughs> uh, they show, I thought it was neat. They show comedy specials, older movies. They do have live shows like an Oscar watch party, which I think is really cool too. You can take a balcony to backstage tour to learn more behind the scenes. Have you ever done that in a theater? Um, No. Okay. So I grew up with a really old movie house that had one of the last working organs in the, in the United States and they still use it from time to time. The Tampa theater also had an old organ. You can go walk around backstage. You know, this place has got to be haunted, right? Um, I was just about about to say, I I think you will remember that this theater has made it into another episode. So you're going to need to go find it to listen to find out what happened in the Tampa theater. It's right there. It's right downtown. And I mean, it's approaching 100 years old, too, which is really, really cool. Uh, The next place I want to talk about is the Florida Museum of Photographic Arts. Have you ever been here? No. I love this. The museum collects, preserves, and exhibits historic and contemporary works by internationally known photographic artists. It's located in this really cool high-rise building. I'm going to pull this up for you. I know um, you don't have... have What? Do you have access to your internet? <laughs> I do, but I don't want to use it because my battery's dying. Right. Okay. <laughs> so this looks like, and I'm going to have to check to see how tall it is, but it's one, two, three, four, six stories tall. And the 
building itself is full of these square windows, but within the square windows are these giant photographs. So even from the outside, it looks really cool. Oh yeah, it gives a lot of natural light too. Exactly. It is very modern. It's But if you're interested in photography, what a great place to check out. I mean, also this place is six stories tall. There's a lot to look at here. Yeah. So they have... Um, and it's not very expensive either. You can visit. Tickets are, I'm bringing it up because I didn't write that down. Um, oh, for Pete's sake. You have to right. click on it. I have day. to click on it and then click on something else. And, you know, either way, it's not very expensive. I do remember that. <laughs> uh, but if you're interested in photography, and I mean, just think too, photography goes way back. Right. I mean, this goes back older than the museum itself, but they have um, just really great historic and contemporary works. Mm. It's a beautiful building. Next on my list, though, is the Tampa Museum of Art. So if you want both museums, you know, both museum experiences, you can start as at the art museum, which started as a community art museum in 1920. It actually didn't even begin to be in the building it's in until the 1970s. So for 50 years, they were just this community art museum and it houses one of the largest Greek and Roman antiquities collections in the Southeast. Makes sense. Right? Exactly. And they have, um, again, permanent permanent collections, traveling collections, but I did think they're Greek and ancient world. I mean, you know, think of these big Grecian urns and vases, but they also have, you know, social art, social commentary art. There's some here that is time for change, art and social unrest in their current exhibits. And again, um, oh, and they also have some photography collections. I just clicked on and they have a Travels in Italy a 19th century journey through photography. I love photography. Yeah, I love pictures. You like photography. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I like pictures. That's it. That's all you got. <laughs> I love pictures. I like the pictures, uh, like the old uh, architecture pictures where you, especially of ones that were, you know, cities that burned down and there's pictures of their oh, buildings before yeah. they burned. I'm sure you can find some of that. That's what made me these. think of it with the yeah. picture that you just had up there. It made me think of that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is... Well, this is this building is still standing for this picture. Well, but. I know. It just made me think of that. <laughs> the Tampa Museum of Art is right next to the Glacier Children's Museum. This is one of those interactive learning laboratories. Had you been here before? Yes, that okay. one I've been to. <laughs> yeah, lots of classic interactive displays, but they also have seasonal events, camps, birthday parties. Uh, learn and play sessions. What I liked is that their learn and play sessions are free for parents with kids under five. And these are 90 minute play sessions. And they're located right next to the Curtis Hickson waterfront park. Mm. So think of if you've got small children, how much you can wear them out by running them around the park, running them into the children's museum for these free play sessions. Yeah. <laughs> And and we all know those kids under, under five, five, we yeah. need to tire them out. They will wear you out first. <laughs> exactly. The place I really want to check out is the Plant Museum. 
the plant museum okay we talk Henry a lot of plant yeah we talk a lot about flagler right yep. he built the railroads on one side plant and plant is the west coast plant flagler. built the railroads on the other side we don't talk about him as much but this museum was originally the tampa bay hotel and it was owned by henry plant and it's now the museum it's this massive red brick ivy it is covered. a gorgeous building yes. yes it's got these dome spears it it looks to me I, I wrote this down it looks something between like one of your northeastern ivy league schools and a russian building um isn't this on the the campus for the university of tampa it is okay. that's why i wrote and the university of tampa oh. <laughs> sorry that's okay i gave it away Dang exactly it. and i just highlighted <laughs> that for you the museum is also part <laughs> and as a matter of fact it was the university of tampa is another school that i'm going to look at closely for my next child who's doing her college visits we're going to go visit the university of tampa at some point as well but here's what I like. So the building itself, gorgeous old school building. And again, think of this hotel turned into a college. Where do we know that? That's also Flagler too, right? In St. Augustine. So the plant museum is home to exhibits that showcase early Florida tourism. Okay. That, I, I mean, first of all, this that's kind of our whole theme, right? We talk about history. We talk about Florida history. We talk about tourism quite a bit. And they have early Florida tourism. So think of, I was just having this conversation the other day, right? Florida did not become a tourist destination when Disney came here. It was a tourist destination long before that because all of the rich and famous, the Rockefellers, the Plants, the Flaglers, all of those guys, they had these great big luxurious hotels where people would come and spend their winters, right? Mm, yes. So they have all of these tourism collections of posters and postcards that would attract the tourists, but also furniture, decorative art, um, and gardens that would have been what the main attraction is to get them to this particular hotel. Are you I'm laughing because I was sitting here trying to figure out what that word was and you corrected it. And it was so <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> oh, geez. If okay. you didn't know, we use, <laughs> we're reading our show notes live together on a Google Doc. So the other thing they have is um, right now they have an exhibit that's Gasparilla, which is a Tampa tradition. So Gasparilla is. Gasparilla is so much fun. It's like uh, Tampa's Mardi Gras, yeah. right? But pirates. Pirate themed. <laughs> pirate themes. And the pirates take over the bay and the river, which is one of the events I was going to talk about. Yeah. So if you wanted to know the history behind that, Gasparilla usually happens um, late January. So as we're recording this, it's already happened. Um, but you can watch the pirates come into the bay and take over. This is why Tampa's a football team are called the Buccaneers, right? Mm -hmm. There's a pirate history here in Tampa. So downtown Tampa would be a great place to stay for Gasparilla, but you could also go to the plant museum and see Gasparilla, a Tampa tradition. Um, and this exhibit runs through March 5th this year. Gosh, I hope this episode comes out by then. I don't know when this episode airs, so <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we're prepared. Sometimes we tell you, you do have to research these things. Here are all of our ideas. And this is why. 
It's just who we are. Exactly. Gotta love us. Gotta love us. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really looking forward to visiting the University of Tampa and then going to the Plant Museum and looking at things like the Southern Empire of Florida and their exotic souvenirs. And, and uh, just so you know, we do have an entire episode on visiting colleges in Florida. Yes, we do. And I'm doing that process all over again. <laughs> So as I mentioned, these areas, everything is so walkable within the downtown area. The Plant Museum is right across the river, which you, there are some bridges that you can walk across. Um, it's right across the river from the different museums. It's also across from Curtis Hickson Waterfront Park. This is a great place to watch everyone walk. There's a walk... There's a river walk there, but you also can watch all of the boats go by and they have special events year round. So when we, they were there, they had a small Christmas market and an ice rink and places to shop. But you can also pick up a boat from the Curtis Hickson Waterfront Park. And I'll talk about boat rentals here in a little bit. Have you when you were doing all your boating? When you lived on the west coast of Florida, Christina, did you go up and down the river at all? Um, not that river, no. No. Christina, you know, I get asked all the time how you can support our podcast. Why? Well, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort to do the research, to travel, try out new things, to bring all of this information to our listeners. We also have to put it all together once we've recorded. Yes, we do. We have to write the show notes and upload everything. It takes time. It takes work. But it's, it is work that we enjoy. Yes. It, I mean, this is part of our career, right? Exactly. However, you can support us by supporting us on Patreon. Yes, Patreon is a way for you to become sort of a part of what we do. And, and you can even have a, a name when you support us on Patreon. You can have a name? What yes. kind of name do you get? We have the Florida Tourist, which is someone who supports us at the level where you get a shout out on our episode, on a future episode. That's cool. You have the Snowbird. With the Snowbird, you get the shout out, but you also get exclusive Florida Travel Pod sticker and a postcard. Oh, how fun. And I love that we called it snowbird yeah snowbirds <laughs> they they come over here during winter time and take over our state and now we have the florida man of course He's we do the true at heart florida soul and they get the shout out the sticker but they also get a travel mug once they've been with us for three months nice Yep, it's a fantastic way to support us and say, hey, we'd like for you guys to get an income for what you're doing. Absolutely. It really is. It helps creators all over the world support their business. And you helping us supports our business really does mean the world to us. You can go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I, <laughs> I just ran into the microphone. It's all good. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about places to eat because we were there on a mystery picnic tour. I don't want to give away every place that we ate. I mean, but we had amazing food. We had, uh, you know, something as simple as sandwiches with an incredible view to chocolates to a Greek tapas place. We talked about Greek food earlier. We went to this Mediterranean place. They gave us five different types of spreads and pita bread to eat. It was amazing. It was extraordinary. They gave us so much food, though. Even for our mystery picnic, we had to take a lot of this home. <laughs> yeah. But a couple of my favorites were the Attic Cafe. So the Attic Cafe is in this 
office building and you don't even know where you're going. You're just going up to the fourth floor, but it does look like an attic. However, they've got really great outdoor seating and with views of the entire city. I was city. just going to say, I bet you they have some really great views there. They do. It is uh, it's Tampa's favorite rooftop stop, it says. So yeah, you can go out um, onto their rooftop there. The food is, you know, casual deli style food. It was, it was delicious. It was definitely a part of our experience and uh, we enjoyed stopping there and enjoy really enjoyed the atmosphere it's just one of those cool you know exposed duct work and um, cement floors really very cool industrial looking. looking but then you step outside and you have views of Beautiful the city views. nice the other place I had been obsessed with forever since I found their Instagram page is the Gen X Tower. Oh, yeah, that's right. We talked about that. And if you didn't know that we were Gen Xers, we're Gen Xers. And so, of course, I wanted to go visit this very retro tavern. Now, was this on your tour? No, this was oh, okay. not on my tour. I made a special point to okay. go here after because, like I said, everything was so close. This was still walkable from every place that we went to on our tour. So... Gen X Tavern honors the 80s and 90s style, swagger, and unflinching character. It almost feels like you've been here before because you have. It's not literally, <laughs> certainly, <lived> figuratively. <laughs> so this place was, it was bigger than I was expecting. So I was expecting, you know, a tavern. I was expecting, you know, a little bit more small, intimate. This is kind of one of your warehouse style taverns. But on the walls were, um, you know... Painted the painted mural was like a big locker hallway, and then everything that you would have put on your locker in in junior high and high school. <laughs> oh, and yes, funny. I said junior high because <laughs> when I went to school, it was junior high. So it's everything, you know, all the stickers, all the references, everything that you can imagine that you grew up with. And then there's another wall full of memorabilia. So your Cabbage Patch Kids, your Ataris, your Garbage Pail Kid collector items, all of those things are in this little cabinet. So it really is this um, trip down memory lane. And it was a lot of fun. And of course, they're playing 80s and 90s music in there. There's a back room where there are games that you can play. We grabbed a deck of trivia cards and we're trying to see how much we could remember <laughs> while we were there. So, um, but great food, lots of fun drinks. I think that was my favorite thing is a really good themed drinks. Um, their drink menu was was a lot of fun. So that was one of our favorite places. We also checked out the Wicked Poor again. Oh, yeah. Not on our tour, but this was one of those. Um, Christina mentioned this place, a place like this in St. Augustine. Yeah. You can pour your own beer and pay by the ounce. So they have a wall full of taps that you can try. Did you use the card? And, you yeah. use the card and you just pay, you know, whatever it is, a dollar per ounce or something right. like that. And but you can then try what you want to try. If you don't want a full pour, you don't have to have a full pour. What I was pleasantly surprised is that when we were there, we saw our local brewery had a tap there. Like Sun Creek? Exactly. Really? Yep. And I, and I awesome. did not try it because I said, well, I know how this one <laughs> tastes. This is one of my favorites. But I was pleased to see our local brewery had expanded into downtown Tampa. Oh, that's so cool. And then another place not on our tour, but I thought was a really cool place in downtown Tampa is the um, Sparkman Wharf. 
So imagine this great big open air, um, modern wharf style building with a beer garden and lots of those multi-use uh, eating places. So you can get pizza, you can get burgers. Oh, different restaurants within. Right. Okay. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. When I say those multi-use, multi-eating, those seem to be very different vendors. popular. Yeah. Different vendors all in one place. So like a marketplace kind of. Exactly. Like a marketplace. I like that they call it the wharf though. I do too. And I mean, it's called the wharf, but there's also, it just says Sparkman Wharf or Sparkman Eats. So it's a beautiful complex with something for everyone. And um, a whole list of places that you can eat on the wharf. So I didn't get a chance to check that out, but it's definitely on my list for next time. And they have events. They have a little bit of shopping there. It's all, you know, one of those all-inclusive types of places. Yeah. Right there in downtown. Other places to know in downtown is... We've talked a lot about food. Our producer just said he's hungry. We're always hungry when, when we're, we're recording. recording. Always. <laughs> it, it never fails. My stomach is growling over here. Yep. Um, a couple other places I wanted to mention that are in the downtown area is the Straws Center for the Performing Arts. Have you ever seen a show there? I have. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing, amazing theater. You know, it's one of those bigger theaters. They do the Broadway Across America production. So, you know, recently they would have had had Wicked and Hamilton amongst your more current touring Broadway shows. They have the ballet, symphony, opera. They have five theaters, three on-site restaurants. Again, right downtown. Yep. And parking. I, every time I've had to park for the straws, no problems. It's beautiful. Whatsoever. Too. It's been very easy to get to. Um, I, I linked but did not write anything about the Tampa City Hall. But the Tampa City Hall is, again, one of those... Um, beautiful old structure buildings it's just one of those we passed it on our tour um beautiful old bricks and it's just kind of a, a nice sight to see as you're going downtown so put that on your list as well as um oh public art i skipped that section I'm like there wait i talked about public art you there's, did <laughs> yeah there's public art all through the river walk um area oh, <laughs> so you know if you're looking for places to take pictures and instagram spots there's a lot of different artwork throughout the river walk area you know and you might have to go under some bridges like the fortune taylor street bridge uh, you there are a couple of parks with um, public sculptures. And there's a link there too. So if you're looking to find these places, there it's in the link. Absolutely, the Poe parking garage has a lot of beautiful artwork on the outside. This is just one of those things to note as you're going around. Is you know make sure you're looking for some of this. Some of the public art were things that um, were included is part of our. Uh, mystery picnic we had to find certain places and decipher codes within the art itself which was really cool that is what's so fun about amazing code like it, the heart the puzzles aren't hard but they sure are fun yes oh one of them was hard for us really and i yeah and i'll, I'll tell you why off the okay. <laughs> off the mic. Don't I don't want to give anything don't away. Give it away. Um, the Florida Aquarium is more channel side than it's down than downtown, but it's still not far away. This and a is, fantastic location. Yes, fantastic aquarium. One of the biggest ones in Florida. Just a very beautiful place. Uh, the Florida Aquarium is actually um, something we did the weekend before we got married. 
Ah. We we got married on a cruise ship outside of Tampa. And we got married Kept in with the port. Theme, huh? Right, exactly. <laughs> so we were there for a couple of days ahead of time. And I just, you know, I fondly remember, oh, yeah, we wandered through the aquarium like two days before we got the married. The calm before the storm. <laughs> It wasn't a storm. <laughs> My marriage isn't stormy. <laughs> I meant Most the wedding the day, time. but okay. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. um, as we mentioned, Ybor City is, you know, really, really close to downtown. So you could easily combine the two or you could stay overnight in downtown and visit Ybor one day and do downtown the other day. You can do some boat rentals. I thought this was really cool. You've got Riverwalk Boating. Um, they have these retro boat rentals. So you have to take a look at these pictures. We'll definitely keep some in the show notes here. But think of these like oh, little, little mousy boats. Yes. These little things that you can just zip around. It's like an oversized jet ski. You yes. just like sit in it. You can fit four people in these. But I love the, the retro colors, the pink, mm-hmm. the aquas, the purples for these runabout boats from the jet age era it says which is 1958 to 1963 and i mean how fun would that be go rent a boat cruise up and down the river uh or if you don't want to drive yourself do a 90 minute tour on a tiki boat oh that's cool you can you can um you know and it's exactly what you imagine it's basically a pontoon boat with grass all around um a grass grass rooftop and you can book a 90 minute tour tiki boat tampa (laughs) exactly it says byob so you can bring your own booze Mm -hmm. i was gonna say uh liquor but i guess that's not b well yeah (laughs) And then there's the pirate water taxi. So, you know, those hop on, hop off buses you can do to tour cities. Yeah. You can do that with a pirate uh, water taxi in downtown Tampa. You can buy an all day pass. It has several stops along the river. One of those is like the Curtis Hickson waterfront park. And what a great way to see the river, it's see like the little city. Ferry boat. Yeah. yeah. See the city from the river. I think that's a lot of fun. And then the Amelie Arena is also sort of downtown. Uh, So is the Tampa Convention Center and the Tampa Bay History Center. There's a lot to do. All right. So rapid fire. Yeah. (laughs) That was a lot. It was. I want to go to the Photograph Museum. I want to go see a movie or a show at the Tampa Theater. I... Um, I'm happy just to walk around looking at the art and enjoying some of the uh, fine restaurants in downtown Tampa. I would love to go back to Ybor City. I haven't been in a really long time and I know it's very different. I would love to do the pirate water taxi. I didn't even know they had that. I know. How fun is that? That sounds so fun. And let's see, I think, um, actually, I would, I just think I still want to do an amazing co. Yes, absolutely. It was so much fun. So... (laughs) It is time for our featured Florida product of the week. And each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And Peterbrook Chocolatier was founded in, by renowned chocolate expert Phyllis Lockwood. In, and she opened her first shop in Jacksonville. There is a shop in Tampa as well. So uh, Florida, oh yeah, in Florida's Jacksonville San Marco neighborhood. I just copied and pasted and didn't read apparently. <laughs> but her mission was to bring back the European chocolate making and translate it into what she calls the American neighborhood experience. Sounds like that movie, Chocolat. Oh yeah. Well, their chocolates are really good. We stopped in the Tampa location. They have classes you can take. 
Uh, you can obviously just buy your buy whatever chocolates you want. We got some chocolate covered Oreos. They had ice cream on site. Delicious chocolates. You know, just that exa- exactly the European chocolate style. Mm. And you're just your selection of bonbons and treats throughout the whole store. So you can visit them at peterbrook.com. Stay, you stay do it. <laughs> to the end to find out what we're going to talk about next week. But if you could please go on some social media and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. Check out our website, floridatravelpod.com. You will see all of everything that we've been doing on our socials, whether it's pictures or reels, but make sure to follow us so you get updated when we post something. And you can also let us know if you've seen something in the areas that we've talked about, or if you want to make a suggestion, you can email us at hello at floridatravelpod.com. Or you can reach out to us on email. Oh, you did say that, didn't you? I, this time uh, hello. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I, I like testing you to see if you'll catch it and do it yourself. You can support the Florida Travel Pod by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help others discover our content. If you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com, which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Florida Travel Pod. And we're going to give you things. We're going to talk about you on the podcast. We'll send you postcards, stickers, whatever you would like. But if you do support us, it helps us dedicate more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. Next week, we're going to talk about things to do for your birthday. But that's it for this week. I'm Tanya. I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Stay sunny.